0: Coming up in today's federal newscast, one federal employees' union wants a federal manager to step down from his role at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, USDA's Inspector General is now looking into the agency's decision to move two of its bureaus, and what's at stake for the Health and Human Services Department in the upcoming elections? Welcome to today's federal newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. A union representing employees at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau files a mass grievance against the agency. The National Treasury Employees Union wants CFPB's Policy Director of Supervision, Enforcement, and Fair Lending, Eric Blankenstein, to either step down or be removed. The Washington Post reported in September Blankenstein had made several blog posts back in 2004 defending the use of racial slurs. Now, NTEU claims keeping Blankenstein Stein on violates a clause in the union's contract with the agency, which says CFPB must maintain a workplace that is free of discrimination. Sixteen Democratic senators say federal agencies have been too slow to comply with a recent court order which invalidated the president's May executive orders. The senators write to Acting Office of Personnel Management Director Margaret Weichert saying some agencies have been engaging in bad faith bargaining and negotiations. That's even after the federal district court struck down key parts of the president's executive orders pertaining to the federal workforce. An advisor to the governor of Arizona as President Trump's pick for Homeland Security's inspector general. The White House announces Joseph Kafari as the nominee. He has more than 40 years of military service, including time with the Air Force and Arizona's Air National Guard. He also served in the inspector general's office at DOD and in different roles at the Justice Department. He's currently an advisor on military and veterans affairs for Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. The Agriculture Department's IG is now looking into the agency's decision to relocate two bureaus outside the D.C. metro area. D.C. area members of Congress requested the office review USDA's plans to move the National Institute of Food and Agriculture and the Economic Research Service. They want auditors to determine if USDA has the legal and budget authority to move the bureaus and if the agency followed the procedures for realignment and relocation. The Federal Labor Relations Authority is closing its Boston regional office. The FLRA says it considered caseloads, operating and rental costs, and staffing when making the decision as part of its agency reform plan. It will stop accepting new cases on November 16th. After that, they should either go to the agency's D.C. office or possibly Chicago. After more than three years, the Defense Information Systems Agency is still not using the cyber-accepted service to help hire civilian cyber experts. The service gives the Defense Department more flexibility in hiring and pay for cyber positions. DISA Director Vice Admiral Nancy Norton blames a risk-adverse culture for the delay. More than a dozen DOD offices will contribute to a new organization charged with combating cyber theft. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Defense Secretary James Mattis says he's ordered the creation of a new task force charged exclusively with safeguarding the technologies the Pentagon depends on for technological superiority. It'll use staff borrowed from across the military services and other DOD organizations to solve what Mattis calls a critical problem, the theft of defense information, including unclassified information. He's ordered the new office to start with 30 and 90 day sprints to tackle what he calls basic problems in DOD's ability to protect sensitive information. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Veterans homelessness is down 5.4% in 2018 since the previous year. The Departments of Housing and Urban Development and Veterans Affairs say they counted about 2,000 fewer homeless veterans in emergency shelters or transitional housing in January 2018 compared to 2017. HUD Secretary Ben Carson and VA Secretary Robert Wilkie say success is due to the HUD VA Supportive Housing Program. Over 4,000 veterans found housing through the program last year, 64 local communities and three states declared an end to veterans' homelessness. The strategy to move agencies more towards shared services is getting a refresh. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. The Office of Management and Budget will revamp the current thinking to what success looks like for agencies who adopt common back-office services. In the December update to the President's Management Agenda, OMB is expected to refresh the three strategies that underpin the cross-agency goal of shared services. Federal CIO Suzette Kent says the new approach will focus on continuous innovation, making customer service a priority, and clarifying what success looks like. Success could mean anything from contributing to and adopting standards, to moving to new services, to moving to entirely new systems. I'm Jason Miller. Homeland Security is looking for industry ideas for its second biometric technology rally. The rally was created to challenge companies to develop biometric systems that can quickly and accurately recognize users. Interested organizations must enter a white paper and video by the end of November. Health and Human Services could face a wave of activity following next week's midterm elections. We get more now from Federal News Network's Tom Temen. And the leader of a massive IRS impersonation scam gets over 11 years in prison. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, Justice Department, and Social Security Administration were all involved with the case. Investigators identified a team of five people who convinced more than 6,000 victims to pay out more than $10 million. Medicaid expansion is on the ballot in several states, leading to what one researcher calls a possible Medicaid wave, writing in health affairs. Harvard public health professor John McDonough says Idaho, Nebraska, and Utah appear to be states 34, 35, and 36 voting to expand Medicaid. Virginia will add 400,000 people in January. McDonough helped design the Affordable Care Act as a Senate advisor in 2008. I'm Tom Tammen. You can find more information about these stories on our website. Head to federalnewsnetwork.com and search Federal Newscast. You can also subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.